the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Back underway at Celtic Park So I'd imagine we're getting back underway elsewhere as well Celtic with a goal advantage at the break Thanks to Odson Edwards Deflected effort Motherwell are one up at Easter Road Thanks to Jordan Roberts goal Kelly nil Dundee United one Adrian Sporla with the goal He's since gone off injured And St Mirren in Ross County is goalless Interesting opening 45 minutes Gordon Deal Yeah very much so I think Celtic uh, under John Kennedy's new regime Got off to the perfect start um, look, sometimes you need a little bit of luck in the game Edward took his chance And it came off an Aberdeen uh, defender Joe Lewis, absolutely no chance I thought Clamalla should have scored Terrific ball in from Ken, I've got to say But uh, in other games Hibbs mother will Jack Ross will be looking for a big response Sitting in third place um, And then obviously it's not been the greatest St Mirren Ross County And can, can Kilmarnock eventually score a goal? It's not restarted yet at Hibs against Motherwell So let's go back to Roger Hanna And Roger you were saying not only is that a surprise scoreline But actually Motherwell are, are good for their half time lead Yeah it was one of those when the goal came through Jordan Roberts It had been coming for 5 or 10 minutes Couple of half chances Tony what should have hit the target from an, an attempt on the angle Alan Campbell, those usual trademark late runs into the box And just he was about to pull the trigger And a great block by Alan McGregor So no surprise when Jordan Roberts got the goal But a, a, you know, one of those Hibs are just beginning to get a little head of steam Before half time And I think the, the half time whistle just came at a good time for Motherwell Because Hibs were just beginning to, to hit their straps About Murphy on one side Boyle on the other And I'll be interested to see just how long once the teams come out how long Jack Ross waits before he unleashes Kevin Nisbet off the bench because they didn't look like a side who are hoping to finish third in the league this season you know Motherwell were the, were the better side looked to create more looked better in the middle of the park with Campbell and Crawford and Maguire so it'll be interesting to see whether Jack Ross makes changes early in the second half the teams coming out doesn't look as if there's a change no, not straight away Gordon interesting to see how long we'll wait before those that strong bench is used by Jack Ross. Goal flashes with top scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. So getting the second half's underway then Celtic Aberdeen were quick off the mark Somebody's obviously got somewhere to be after the game I don't know where because you can't go anywhere But Celtic and Aberdeen a good few minutes into the second half now. Uh, Mark Wilson, maybe I'm asking too much of this. Maybe the simple answer is. No did, did we see anything different from Celtic in the first half? Did we see anything <clears throat> Did we see any of John Kennedy's stamp on things? For me not really Much of the same uh, If you go back uh, last week Probably much the same Tight game I mean you look in the first couple of minutes Aberdeen have a glorious chance Where Taylor's header comes off the bar And then it's an outstanding save From Bain to keep it 0-0 Edwards goal Scrappy deflected goal But Celtic have been decent Without being brilliant Aberdeen You know very rarely causing problems apart from that first few minutes But I wouldn't say you go Wow, it's a new guy in charge It looks much the same at this moment in time Maybe you were never going to though Is that, you know, I said that yeah. before what, I don't know what type of what type of performance would it need to be For you to think that it was something completely different You actually, you were mentioning to me 
um, during the break Alex you've actually been quite impressed with elements of Celtic's play yeah I, I think some of the combinations Gordon Edwards coming off the game Laxal's trying to get down the, the flanks and then you look at I think when Celtic are on the front foot Gordon you get guys like Laxal and you get the boy Kenny on the other side they get any good positions ball around the face so uh, listen Celtic will be disappointed it's not uh, you know two Goal Flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. <laughs> Hibs nil, Motherwell two, and it's Devante Cole. Roger Hanna was just telling us that Jack Ross was looking for a reaction. Hibs had finished the half stronger. Well, Motherwell didn't take long to get going after the break, and it's Devante Cole, 46 minutes just into the start of the second half. Hibs nil, Motherwell two. Yeah, game <laughs> over. Um, what, you, what is he laughing at before we Dazzler, go any further? Dazzler, you, I'm not sure if you can see it through in that other studio there. I, I can't what, see in. Well, what happens is, as soon as you go, oh, go somewhere, then you know. Once you see the big cheeser on Gordon's face, Nonsense. you know it's Motherwell. Nonsense. Yeah, there's a break dancing put me off. Um, <laughs> I think that's a terrific result for Motherwell yeah. so far, Gordon. Can we hang on? I think we can. Uh, this could be turn the corner. Three points afternoon. I thought that Motherwell deserved more on Wednesday night in Paisley, I've got to say. Uh, and if you look at these two games and come out them four out of six, that'll be enough. Mm. That will certainly be enough. I, do, I, I said last week, and I know that I kid on sometimes, but Motherwell will not be down there and, you know, second or bottom place, second, bottom. No chance. I just think with the the firepower that Mother will have, Gordon, I've said it throughout the course of the season, and obviously you go through sticky spells, and it's still early, you know, we've still got, what, 40 minutes of the second half, so you never know what's going to happen in this game. It's all just, oh, see Odson Edwards' feet, Gordon, he does a little step over on his weaker left foot, leaves the defender for dead, and it just goes over the bar by about two or three yards, but again, good intent by Edward. Right, Mark Wilson, let's see what you've got on this. The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games Yeah it's a good one That's one lots of info So listen carefully I've been managed by Paul Jewell And Jockey Scott I've played alongside JJ Akocha Tony Yaboa And Jersey Dudek I won the Scottish top flight with the minimum amount of appearances eligible for a medal, which is 10, and my club won the Scottish Cup, but I was not involved in the matchday squad. I won a silver medal at the Olympics with my national side, losing out in the final to Spain. Who am I? So what's info? I'll give you it again. I've been managed by Paul Jewell and Jockey Scott. I've played alongside Gigi Akocha, Tony Yeboa and Jersey Dudek. I won the Scottish top flight with the minimum amount of appearances eligible for a medal, which is 10, and my club won the Scottish Cup, but I was not involved in the matchday squad. I won a silver medal at the Olympics with my national side, losing out in the final to Spain. Who am I? Right, there is a lot of information there, so do yourself a favour, go over to the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB, you will see the question written down, and it's much easier from there. You won't need to remember uh, Mark Wilson reading it aloud. So you can go there, read it. Who am I? You need to tweet us at Clyde SSB, and you need to beat everyone else to the punch so hurry up speaking of getting beaten to the punch Willie Gibson has gone from strength to strength since he squared up to Andy Halliday a couple of Fridays <laughs> ago he's scored twice since he's in amongst the goals today Queen of the South won them firm nil Willie Gibson on 50 minutes oh and we're just watching the Celtic and Aberdeen game another chance for Aberdeen from a set piece you yeah, won't be surprised cleared it off the line yeah into the back post I think it was Ash Taylor again with a header yeah. back across and, yep. and it's the unlikely source of Kamala to clear the lines that's a big concern you know we obviously there's people think about John Kennedy as a defensive coach 
It doesn't matter You know What he brings to the table mm. The amount of first headers right. That the opposition yeah. get Against Celtic Must be a real concern What we've said Alex The conclusion most people Come to is It's happening so often yeah. That it can't All be about individuals There needs to be Something structural there If it's happening so yeah. often However I wonder if that then has, has gone too far And we stop looking At some individuals Do, do Celtic have any Really dominant headers of the ball uh, Because I just looked at Who did Ash Taylor out jump there It's Christopher Iyer Christopher Iyer yep. on paper Should be Beating everyone He should be Celtic's Well he is Celtic's biggest Best Should be their most aggressive centre back do you, do you really As good as he is by the way Because he is good But do you really consider Christopher Iyer as being a, a beast dominant. in the air Possibly not And no. then should he be And if not do, do they need to get someone Who is They thought that Shane Duffy yeah. Was going to be that guy uh, Yeah and I think Julian Being out for a while as well Gordon So he would most certainly Have come into that bracket as well One, one of the things That having watched Celtic Over the course of this season They have zonal marking And then they have smaller guys Guys my size Trying to mark You know Tall guys Like Jordan White Last week And as soon as they guys Elude them yeah. It allows them to get a run On the static mm-hmm. guys And for me it's an issue Because why not just put yeah. One of your big guys on it Because it hasn't worked this year So if it's not working You're conceding in the man On what Celtic are doing Change it up Mix it up And do something different I think it's just a year Alec That everything's not worked for him Because You can talk about zonal marking Talk about everything there Ash Taylor was getting marked With Ayer which is probably, if you're going man for man, that's who you'd pick out. He doesn't defend it well enough. He doesn't even attempt to win the ball. He's too busy. He doesn't even jump, I don't think. So sometimes I think individuals have got to take responsibility. Well, I've just seen it up the other end there where uh, Christopher Iyer out jumps uh, Ash Taylor at the other end. So is there more of a desire as, you know, when, when the ball's coming into the opposition box at, opposed to your defensive box? Well, well that, is, that has been the problem. Uh, let's not beat about the bush. For Celtic players, it doesn't look like it means <laughs> oh, enough. Okay, no, Mark. All right, all right. <laughs> but it doesn't look like it means enough to keep a clean sheet That's and right. the desire in the box. Look, look at Lax out on Sunday night. It didn't look like it meant enough for him to match that run. And it's only it's only three yards, four yards he has to run with him, but it didn't look like a mark. You flip that to the other side where guys are throwing their bodies on the line to try and score a goal. Mm. It's a whole lot of difference Man, From box see, to box See when you go back to the 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 the, the win for Rangers At Ibrox Was Sorrell not marking Joe Aribo It was somebody small if, if my memory serves me right It was somebody small And he gets across the face No Aribo's about uh, 6 feet I 2 like the, last, the last Aberdeen game I pointed it out uh, Taylor was marking Taylor Greg Taylor was marking Ash mm. Taylor at the back post mm. So You know Sometimes Obviously Celtic haven't got that great deal of height Aberdeen have got decent height in their side But you've still got to take a bit of responsibility Block the run Try and do your very best Another big save from Benjamin Seagrace To keep Dundee United's lead intact Adrian Sporla uh, with the goal Kelly have threatened a few times But it's still United to lead Um, I will refer to my learned Dundee United colleague Producer Callum Is this has Adrian Sporla scored and then gone off injured more than once this season? I feel like that's happened before. Last yeah, week was it not? Is that two weeks in the first minute? He and scored then, and then I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I he, he came off. When I read it earlier on, I thought that, that's happened before. Anyway, uh, don't forget, we're also asking you for your dream come dine with me dinner party. But it has to be two football figures and two non-football figures. There is a bit of context. If you've not heard the story, I can't make sense of it either. But it's Mark <laughs> Wilson, somehow... In the menu for his local Indian takeaway Alongside Michelle McManus, Eric Bristol and Billy Reid You would think I'd made this stuff up wouldn't you But it's true, there's a picture on our Twitter feed And it got us thinking Tell us who you'd like to have dinner with It needs to be two football types Two non-football types 
The pen Fergie Okay Strong start Ali McCoyst Strong Al Pacino Oh good one I like that oh, And I love this last one Love this last one Michael Jordan Oh, oh yeah, yeah He yeah, says yeah. I don't think I'd say a word all night Just listen To the full thing I bet Michael Jordan Has got a story or two To tell You saw the documentary Didn't well, you Well listen The last dance Well there's one for you What about Dennis Rodman And well, the yep, old dinner Possibly Milo has been on uh, Robert De Niro as well He's a legend uh, Tiger Woods mm. um, He's got in there as well Which is another great shout Ali McCoyst And listen Milo He's a friend of the show And I think he'll be listening And I'm not going to be too unfair Because I like the guy But he would admit That he cannot keep this company He's gone De Niro Woods McCoyst Halliday Ah yeah come on I- Andy will be listening And he won't mind me saying that like, We can't have him in that company um, Well he would bring good biscuits Yeah he does bring Excellent yeah, biscuits yeah, Which is a good point Give him that uh, Yes sir I can boogie Goes Maradona Obviously Hand of God oh Napoli Super Alley Banter stories Personality Bruce Springsteen For the music Growing oh, up in New Jersey His life And James Gandolfini The most iconic Acting performance Of my lifetime As Tony Soprano That's a good explanation For them all mm, Bruce Springsteen And Alan McCoy Would be having a sing off Sat in a yeah, yeah, song In the karaoke does, like, yeah. Every year at yeah. the five or six yeah. Christmas party He's chanting Like Nady's business Super <laughs> Yeah it's like that one um, someone also did get in touch Gordon DL It was uh, the Celtic end Wanted just to let you know That Alice Cooper is also a guy Just, yeah, just, just yeah, to clear I'll, that I'll, up I'll take a bit of criticism <laughs> for it I'm, I'm prepared to accept that My, There's been a lot going on today You arguing with the Temperature checking machine At reception The whole Stevie Nicks thing But I honestly think Subtly my favourite Is Joe Longthorne's agent Getting in touch After you and I'm, I'm him tough in with your, that Your dinner party I'm tough with that honestly I, I've, I'm, I, And it is And people will tell you I am a massive fan Well I was a massive fan Of the late Joe Longthorne uh, As I say I went to the sellout concert In Lanark uh, you 300 get, there three, <laughs> It wasn't even 300 <laughs> uh, I was in the caravan um, But Absolutely Joe Joe was massive Alec Absolutely no, massive We've had We've had More than enough shows Of you Defending Joe Longthorne On the show It's fine We believe he's on Your dinner party That's fine mm-hmm. uh, 2M wants Gaza To bring food Fried chicken He says Right okay I get that Ryan Reynolds um, He wants him in there Ryan Reynolds Yeah Just that? bought um, Rexham yeah. yeah Vinnie Jones <laughs> And Giles Brandreth Who's that? That's one that's escaped me Giles Brandreth Is that the The posh beating fella Who you know, Who often appears On the one show? No I got that it, wrong It might well be It's just escaped me I don't know Maybe I don't watch These type of highbrow Programmes But I hope it's not Someone who's done Something really Really dodgy Because <laughs> <laughs> I always look at When radio and TV Presenters get caught out With that stuff I'm always like How can that possibly happen? Giles who Brandreth. is he? Producer Callum Or, or He's a TV personality oh, and, and conservative MP That's him right, All of a sudden he's never had that one show Is that right? Oh god I have panic in there <laughs> <laughs> See I know my James. I know my TV personalities um, yeah, there's, some, there's some odd ones out there People singing who people's heroes actually are You're getting a fair idea Oh the combinations are incredible Russell Stewart's gone uh, Coisty for the banter David Jason for a laugh Freddie Mercury for his stories in karaoke And Hugh Evans for some refined football stories He'd just drink all your wine And yeah, exactly. get lost at half past eight If his form's anything to go by McCoy um, seems to be winning it In the overall Yeah he's, he's, he's in there Yeah dinner party Yeah he is He's, 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 he's box there. office He'd be late Guaranteed he'd be late <laughs> He's late every five or six At 
at Relo Kelly has gone um, Gordon Diel, Frank McAvenny, Jordan, and Pamela Anderson. And after they were done, I'd burn the place to the ground, <laughs> he says. Turning you lot's mic off there. You're not getting trusted with that. Uh, Bert's gone Ian Holloway. Bit of a character, but I mean, mm. especially in this company, he's gone. Gaza, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, Ian Holloway. I mean, Ian Holloway can be quite funny. But he was but a good footballer. Um, Ian Holloway was decent. He played with a very good QPR team, Midland Park. You won't believe this. He clearly is listening, and he's getting all his mates with a second shout for Andy Halliday to be in with Robert, Robbie Williams, Lady Gaga, Andy Halliday, and Gaza. <laughs> says Kwanda Scott. <laughs> there we go. What a combination that is. Uh, anyway. I've seen a couple coming in Ma- Maria says her husband would go for Gaza and McCoy They're running away with it From the, the sort of Rangers fan side of things Barack Obama and The Rock Dwayne Johnson yeah. Rock uh, I'm happy Get with that. Get a bit heavier Would it not? Did you ever watch the, and... But what about the, the Rock And was it the footballer It was an agent thing wasn't it Was it, it was something Ballers Yes that's yeah, it Yeah good show Oh that. good stuff uh, Right back to the football Just for two minutes Celtic are leading Aberdeen By a deflected Odson Edward goal to nil Hibs nil Motherwell two Which is on course to be The surprise result of the day But there's a lot of football Still to be played there Kilmarnock nil Dundee United one And poor old Mark Guiri Still goalless St Mirren Ross County Are St Mirren going to go Five draws in a row I think mm. Mark predicted as much Before the he game did, did do, he? yes mm-hmm. So um, did I Yeah so did I Five draws in a row would be would be quite something. Yeah. It's not just the five draws in a row. If you look at before today's game, I think they've picked up seven points out of 21. Uh, and they're still sitting there in the sixth spot. Uh, so I think Jim would be looking for a win to start getting things going again if he's got to cement that uh, sixth spot. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting <clears> to see if they can get a goal. Because Ross County... After beating Celtic away at St Mirren, would you take a point? Four out of six again, keeps you going. Yogi might be happy with that. Would the one to watch over your shoulder if you were St Mirren actually be St Johnston? Maybe. Oh, well, Dundee United are winning today, yep. so I'm doing them a huge disservice. But I'm just thinking about some of the form that, that St Johnston are... Um, Showing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to say, and again, they might get a bounce on the back of the result tomorrow, Gordon. It's a big, big day for Livingston. And so Johnson, you know, when you think at the start of the season, I don't think anybody would have predicted that they would be picking up silverware, but it's a remarkable story. I like this one from Mr RFK and his dinner party. He's gone, Ric Flair for the stories of the partying and women, Maradona for the stories of partying and women, Muhammad Ali for the stories of partying and women, and Gordon DL for his stories on divorce. He set that one up nicely. I like that. Um, I hope that guy's misses no. This uh, could listen. be the weirdest, mm. the weirdest <laughs> one yet. Carol Pilkington, Joey Essex, Charlie Nicholas, and Gordon DL. Charlie Nick, he's got a few stories over the years. Their, their IQ there, aren't they? Do you think that's what it is? I think it's so. Harsh, harsh from David. Be very careful. He did say to, no, no, that wasn't me. It was you know what, he, he genuinely said Gordon DL to bring some intellectual <laughs> conversation. He <laughs> actually does. Go. I'm not even joking. Well, I'll tell you what, what a lovely uh, interception there by Ayer A ball coming in for a right hand side Gordon mm. And it was Camberry, I think it was Camberry uh, behind him uh, And um, you know he's just waiting to kind of bury it And Ayer gets, as you can see here it's McGinn coming down the right hand side Lovely mm. ball whipped in Mark And he just oh, gets it I think yeah, Camberry's just going to knock yeah, in yeah, a in couple of yards yeah. yeah talking about Dundee getting a result Jason Cummins, recent signing, interesting character Has got an equaliser at Morton So James McPake will be happy with that Klamala off El Yunusi on For Celtic The Patrick Klamala experiment Can we call it that It lasted 64 minutes How did it go? Pretty uneventful for me Mark Well you guys thought He missed a sitter 
I'm going to give him a, a wee bit of the benefit of the doubt. I thought he was stretching slightly for it. Um, I, I wouldn't put it down as a sitter, but Daz knows better than me. Daz I, is... Yeah, I do know better, Mark. Um, <laughs> I think that he should put that ball in the back of net all day long. Mm. Um is one of these lads. I, he's one guy I would have loved to see doing well in the game because I think he works very hard. I think he gives you everything he's got. But I just don't think he's suited to Scottish football. Great opportunity this afternoon. John Kennedy showed a bit of belief in him. Starting him. 64 minutes on the clock. You know, that's your day done. Good night. Oh, we've got one of these. Goal flashes. With top scaffolding. For all your scaffolding needs. And finally, a Kilmarnock goal. Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1. Zek Medley from the corner kick. He provides the finish. And we've got game on at Rugby Park. That's what Tommy Wright was looking for. Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1. Zek Medley. Yeah, I said that. I'm delighted for Kilmarnock. Because I think the, the one thing, they're working hard. New manager in. They just needed a goal. They needed a goal, Alec. And they might kick on from this. Might give them all the confidence in the world. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'd be a good result for them if they could I go mean, they, three points. They've been the better team. So I think that that, that goal is... They're worthy of it. Yeah. And the level... Will, this is where, Alex, you're Kilmarnock. You're in desperate need of something. Is this where you've got a bit of a decision to make in terms of that would be an okay point or are you yeah. really needing to kick on and get the three but you're not really confident at the moment for me you've got to go and try and get the winner Gordon if mm-hmm. they uh, get the upper hand as well you know they'll get a little bounce from that uh, they have to go and try and get wins particularly at home you know the record that they're on at the moment I think Mark was touching on it, eight defeats in the bounce if it went nine you're mm. almost effectively talking about a quarter of the season now. Mark remind us of your teaser we'll do some wrong answers oh, there are okay. lots of them <laughs> Only read it once All right. By the way you, you can You can actually breathe In the middle of the question I, know. I was thinking that yeah, all all right. You don't need to do it all in one breath Do you want to do a big nose? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> okay I've been managed by Paul Jewell And Jockey Scott I've played alongside JJ Akotcha Tony Yeboa And Jersey Dudek I won the Scottish top fight With the minimum amount of appearances Eligible for a medal Which is 10 And my club won the Scottish Cup But I was not involved In the match day squad Take I a breath a... here Right that's good right, Now go <sighs> I won a silver medal At the Olympics With my national side Losing out in the final To Spain Who am I? See without being Like a primary school teacher See when you see that We full stop That's, yeah. a, that's a, that. Breathe then okay. That's mm, the ideal time Anyway uh, Right the wrong <laughs> answers That are coming in Lots of people are going for El Hadji Diouf No Peter Ramsey And others um, Yes sir I can boogie Martin Carr says Gregory Vignal Nope Scottish football call Says Pedro Mendes No um, Tom Grant says Canidia No well, We couldn't have had the same answer On Twice. the first and second half uh, The Worthinger Has gone Vladimir Weiss No Alexander Rankin Euro pal Has gone for Edson Braffide <laughs> no, no Not him I couldn't believe it When I switched on The World Cup final And seen him <laughs> playing that Honestly Unbelievable And he had the bit we were chatting about it the other night when I think the the Roy Antwerp striker went through and goal and you said interesting use of control and it hit off the back he said that was Edson Braffide's contribution to the World Cup final never forget it long diagonal and he's running trying, and it, the ball comes back off the back he's head I thought that sums and was he not on loan from Bayern Munich or something Aye. So, it, and did he act it did he, oh, he he acted like he was, oh, did he act it he was well reportedly on 50 grand a week and he constantly played for nutmegs in training. Always rolling, you know, the one of these yeah. players, the studs, 
uh, on the ball and roll on his feet and you would charge in to close him down and he'd try and nutmeg you. And it was just puzzling. You scratch your head and go, how's this guy playing for Bayern Munich? Earning five grand more a week than me. All <laughs> <laughs> <I> right. <write laughs> oh, and the rest. <laughs> but he's not in the menu for the Bombay I Dream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All, is he? Uh, Morton have retaken the lead. George Bowie's delighted again. Jason Cummings had his... Uh, his first goal for Dundee yeah. I think to level things off But Luca Covo um, Has scored To put Morton 2-1 in front He came out with some strange comments uh, George Cummins, Bowie Yeah no, right. no, George uh, Cummins when he actually joined Says that you know Because he's kind of Jovial Carrying on side of things He thinks it goes against Managers signing him Not in my experience My experience is This matter what you do See if you can do the damage On the pitch You're in Think so oh, So you don't fancy him as a player Listen, uh, uh, his comments didn't stack up for me, Daz That's what I was trying to say For me, if you're full of laugh, a joke and a carry on It doesn't matter, see if you're banging goals in Guys will be queuing up for the sign you Didn't well, they do me any harm? Managers always, do managers not always think that they're the one that can fix you as well? Is that Absolutely. not? Absolutely That's a poor choice of words as if people need fixed But you know what I mean, no, managers course. might think not ah, Don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll take him under my wing and I'll be fine yeah, I always remember his up. introduction Was it not in the playoffs Where he, he pulled one Did he pull one down And said he's got a left foot Like a like I, I can open a tin of beans oh, Or that, something yeah, that like was, that That was his first introduction That was when he The Hamilton Hibs playoffs yeah. And then did he not He penenka the penalty Missed it and said hey, Then you hear cut like Peel. <laughs> I think that's brilliant Honestly You've got to admire that We need more of that uh, Wraith Rovers have equalised Ian Davidson Wraith 1 Alawa 1 mm-hmm. um, Which is significant Because yes. a moment or two ago I forgot to tell you Broth had taken lead at air Hadn't That's they? correct yes um, Alawa so. uh, Stone bottom of the league I think Gordon And uh, Alawa at the bottom Air just above them And uh, as you rightly said there Broth are just Starting to creep up The league table How much are we looking forward To the League Cup final tomorrow? Can't wait I can't wait Honestly see the fact That there's going to be Two Minnows, provincial clubs going toe to toe, not the biggest clubs. I think it's a breath of fresh air for these teams. What's good is to see two, you can call it rookie managers, you know, in their first mm-hmm. real stint. I mean, Callum Davidson comes up, okay, an experienced coach, but it's different. Chat about John Kennedy, it's different when you step in to be your own man. And for him to have the success, look, I, I know I joke about it, but I got first hand experience when we went to McDermott Park and you get to see the way he is in the touchline. How the players respect him You know Constantly coming over Taking on instructions And it went from strength to strength And David Martindale's story Well That's that's We all know about that 10 o'clock news The other night ITV 10 o'clock news And the last story Is David Martindale Shows you how his stock is At the minute I think it's a hard one to call I've got to say um, Who are you going for this? I am just going to edge St Johnson I Yeah th- I think they've got enough Yeah Fire power up front I think they'll have enough Would you have said that Four weeks ago Probably not yeah. I, 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 I wonder if that's A lot of people Would, would it, feel that it's changed But recently. I didn't change my mind With, with the fact of uh, Livingston Then starting to lose A few games Gordon And obviously Lost against St Johnston When they were on That fine run I I like to look At St Johnston At Ibrox I thought they looked Very well organised Although they lost The game They played very well And they kicked on From that And yeah. I think that That just gives them Edge for me uh, I don't know if this is Motherwell uh, settling to try and protect that 2-0 lead But it might certainly suggest that Tony Watt off and Declan Gallagher on So mm, unless Declan absolutely. Gallagher's got a new position that I'm unaware of um, It looks like they're trying to shore things up um, Gordon, does that not think me your argument as well In terms of the the, 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 point, the the point you made earlier on If he plays an extra game, then another yeah, year kicks in yeah, So I think that I think effectively takes him over that um, yeah, five three two says Roger Hanna. So they are they're trying to protect that as a Aberdeen a bit of a goal mouth scramble is hacked away. 
um, by Celtic when they've got balls in the box this afternoon they've caused Celtic problems it felt like the wrong man he just couldn't dig it out of his feet I was constantly down was it constantly at the back? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, it's at the back post. He just doesn't sort his feet out. Again, it's whipped in by McGinn, left footed, in swinging. He gets a little touch by Ash Taylor and he just can't <sighs> dig it out. It's a terrible finish. That's actually a, that's a massive chance, Mark. I, I didn't is. do it justice. A striker, I think, scores it. Me too. Isn't I agree. It? You know, yeah. I, I think a striker, someone's a natural box player, gets out of his feet quicker and puts it in the back of the net. I let off for Celtic. It doesn't matter who it is playing it. The, the heart of the Celtic defence or who's managing them any box that goes into the Celtic box it is panic stations I, I mean that came from a set piece Niall McGinn's free kick was woeful but it comes back out so everyone's in the same positions roughly flighted ball pretty easy to deal with panic stations people swiping at it ends up falling to Constantine should do better oh I think we've got a big goal I'm just waiting for for confirmation Wow, oh, I'm, going that. I'm going to go, Kelly. I hope I'm not waiting too long. I'm, I'm going admit. 3 0 mother. So my, I've just seen a wee half smile on your face there, Gordon. You think so? I just really think it's right. giving that away. We'll I don't tell. know. Or is it an equaliser, Aberdeen? It oh could be. A, it could be an opener between St Mirren and Ross County. It might be nothing at the speed mm. that I'm getting this information at. So <laughs> could be a corner kick. <laughs> I hope this is not the big. Oh, it's been disallowed. It's oh, been disallowed. Oh, climax. Who was it? Marmark. Oh no. Yep. Kelly oh. thought they had gone two one up, and wow. it's been disallowed. So there we go. Do we know who actually scored the goal that was disallowed? Drama. Not yet. I'll tell you in a second. But high drama there because what three points would be huge to Kelly, and they might still go on and get it. It sounds like they very much in the ascendancy. Um, in the ascendancy, they have been all game, and they've eventually got themselves level. Yeah, well, Tommy Wright badly needs someone. Yeah, of course, you go to a club and you you hope you get the bounce. I said yeah. a few weeks ago, I think they would, but they've had incredibly hard fixtures. Yeah, but this one, you Broad- would look at and and go. We need three points from us, as well as the Motherwell one a couple of weeks ago in the field. Broadfoot filled the keeper. I think it was Lafferty who eventually put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. It's not just this one, Mark. Before the split, next up for Kelly's Ross County. Yeah, and then Motherwell. Yeah, massive games at the bottom. I know the. The title race maybe isn't going to go to the wire the way people uh, thought it might pre-season, but the bottom is going to be so tense between now and the end of the the season. Because you've got take Kilmarnock who are going to play Ross County and Muddle, they'll then need to do it again after Absolutely. the split. So I, I think that's one of the reasons why the split's so successful because you're actually going toe to toe with the guys that are round about you. Uh, and it, the significance, the pressure, form going into that all matters. Yeah, it's not perfect, is it? We know it. Th- we know it throws up the odd fixture anomaly, but yep. over the piece and given what what it could be with a country or size and so on, it, it, it's not bad. It does serve up some good yep. drama, Go and, it, and it gives it gives Dundee United and St Mirren and St Johnston fine chance to aim top six. Absolutely. Let's take another quick look at the teaser and we'll do some wrong answers. Don't uh, ask him nah, to read it. You're not reading it again. It, it takes Jeez, too long. <laughs> Get on Twitter <laughs> and read it yourselves. <laughs> Uh, Brett's big brain thinks it's Latipi. No, not Russell. Um, no. Loads coming in for El Hadjouf. I must admit, lots of people are now getting it right though, starting to either get get to grips with it or they're just copying everyone else. Loads are saying Diouf, which is interesting. Lots and lots. That's the most common wrong answer. Russell Latipi. There's more from him. Michael Donati. Uh, I think he's got it right though. Richie Holland thought it was Russell Latipi. Uh, yeah, I'm now running out of wrong answers. Played like. by Russell. Uh, Dundee United uh, I'm no joking He must be the best player To have in your five-a-side team oh. Ever oh. You just won Enough no, I, I know you're you're decent You're the enforcer But <laughs> Russell was outstanding After 20 cigarettes Just before it <laughs> as well. yeah, He was quite a character And was he technically unbelievable? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
What a player I, I could not believe Well I played against him Before so I knew the damage He could do against you But when he came And just his personality You know Just exactly what you'd expect Everybody full loved him Full of life every day um, Occasionally just rolled in From being at a nightclub mm. Probably three years before But would still be <laughs> the best player Maverick Aye ah, he was brilliant He I, was with John Hughes He was on his coaching yes. team Wasn't he yeah, yeah. What, a, what a duel they must have been Yeah I mean not quite a dress room no, But yeah, You know what John Hughes is like Larger than life Mark Guidi was telling us before About shouting about the surface And so on He used to have this thing Right where Now I've got a bit of a baby face As it is right So I still yes. look quite young But go back I, I was out Maybe interviewing Managers after games I don't know Eight Nine years ago When I looked Seriously young Right so Self praise is everything here what's, what's praise about that I'm very young That's like me saying I look very young yeah, you'd face. be lying. No, see, see when you're thirty and you're thirty-one and you talk about having a baby. That's that's no praise. That's not that's not me. That's not a compliment. That's not a good thing. Anyway, right? Just you be quiet. I'm going to turn your mic off. You're ruining a brilliant story here. Um, but jo- John Hughes would always like sort of reference it or make make fun of it, and or he would he would come up and, and punch you, give you a dead arm. But you know, and effectively, yeah. no, no, because he's massive. He nearly sent me into next week. Do you know what I mean? And laugh and joke and want to kind of rub your head or whatever. And then I remember one time um, the press conference after a Motherwell game against Inverness. I was then walking back to my car, and I could I sense that. A large vehicle Maybe the team bus Something was kind of Approaching from the Nicotier The glass Unmistakable The window Getting trapped I'm thinking Who would be trapping The team bus window At me This this can't be happening Why would that happen And I looked up And it was John Hughes Inverness manager Having just played Just sticking his two fingers Up at the, <laughs> the bus <laughs> Just as a joke Grim, ah, but I, oh, I thought This guy's mental yeah. Um, yeah, Infectious I think is the Yeah word, he'd be one I would have liked to have Played under Yogi. John Hughes aye. I had him He's my captain Really? Yeah. Yeah, captain of air, yeah. He was a warrior, wasn't he? Uh Dazzler. He was good tight to have in the dressing room. Fantastic. A great a great, great professional. I've got to say a terrific professional John Hughes was. Um Sorrow has come on for yes. David Turnbull. I guess Mark Mark, see 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 Turnbull going off continuously around about the seventy minute mark, seventy five minute mark. That must be a source of frustration for this guy. It's a new Rogic, isn't he? Rogic used to go off mm. 60 minutes, bang on. Turnbull seems to be 70-odd. Now, the, 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 the difference I've noticed that Turnbull always looks a bit angry about yeah, it. Though, raging. Raging. Tom Rogic, it was almost like he's racing and run, but I, I feel like most, I feel like people don't quite get it when, when Turnbull comes off. No, I, He didn't I, come off on Sunday right enough. I don't get it as But well. it has happened a lot over the, the course of the last couple of months where he's been sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays that position, but it's probably easier to change somebody. But he's yeah. he's Celtic's most creative player this year, and you can, like you say, Gordon, you can see he's a bit <laughs> downbeat when he comes off. I'm just flicking through them all. He's subbed off nearly every single time he plays. There's something right about that, Mark, because the thing is, well, it's in the last couple of months, been effective. Anyway. Uh, but it, I think they've just made a substitution as well. Is it McLennan off and uh, Kennedy on? Uh, so they're obviously going to try and uh, get this equaliser in the last 12 minutes Saving him for the Euros when he gets his wild yeah. card call up to Stevie Clark's squad well, I'll tell you what, Gordon, see if you've got a midfielder who can score the way this boy can score He's got to come into the reckoning mark oh, Without a doubt, you take him, we chatted about a few weeks ago If you're asking who me you right now about Turnbull That current squad who have actually got them to that uh, position uh, well, I, I wouldn't know off the top of my head, but I would certainly take him Certainly take him Because he's been outstanding for In a pretty Average Celtic team But Like you say The goals he scores He's a corner kick If you're struggling in a game You're looking for that spark 
bring him off the bench if you're not going to start and make and make things happen. Mm. I think it's a corner to Aberdeen now, God. Sure is. Um, if you're looking at names down south that you will know, Jordan Jones. Remember him. He was sent out on loan to Sunderland. What am I they are two one down against Crew. They've fallen, Alex, since you left. Oh. It's been it's been quite a while. Um, don't don't know if you've noticed. Crew two, Sunderland yeah. one. Jordan Jones out on loan um, after his COVID breach, but he scored for Sunderland and Dundee have equalised for the second time. Danny Mullen on eighty one minutes. It's now Morton two, Dundee two. Will we get a winner there? Yes, I I, I think there will be a what a winner. Morton Mort- Dundee. Yeah, who are you going for, Willow? Um, Dundee to nick it. Dodge through one on one with the keeper, and it's a massive save from Ooh. Liam Kelly. What a moment that could be in Motherwell season. <laughs> I'm pleased Hugh's not here to be gone. That's because he's hopeless. <laughs> um, but you know, talk about signings and recruitment. With no disrespect, had Motherwell had to go from then to now with Aaron Chapman and goals as we had for a couple of weeks, you know, <laughs> it might have made life a bit more difficult. Someone like Liam Kelly came in, and I know the results haven't always been great, but his performances by and large have been. Been pretty good. Well, I think um, the performance was away at Hamilton where the champion had a, a few questionable ones highlighted. Questionable, right? Okay. Well, that was trying to be nice to him. He had an absolute horror, and I think that highlighted the, the need for somebody more experienced. Uh, that's a nicer way of just saying yes, better <laughs> than him to come in, and they, they've got that. Mm. And so you can back to the Hibs situation What a squad of players have got now I'm yep. fascinated to see what their wage budget is Because when you actually look on the bench Portis You've got right. Uh, Portis right. and Nisbet came Nisbet. on ages ago Absolutely. by the way yeah. I, I should have told you uh, Scotty Allen You know uh, Holberg Decent mm-hmm. players These guys were all playing earlier on the campaign Stephen Lawless has come on to replace Jordan Roberts He only featured very briefly after signing for Motherwell then got injured but he's back today and there's a name that is just going to continue to haunt Celtic fans Mark Wilson Brentford 2 Stoke 1 and it's Ivan Tony again the one that got away in the summer by the looks of it well reading reading some bits and pieces midweek and you don't know how much truth's in it that he was actually in the door and and things like that and we've heard those stories before I think Stephen Fletcher was that not from a I think that's a fairly reliable source usually was it not Stephen McGowan in the yeah Stephen McGowan yeah Yeah, um, we've heard that before so that's the thing that frustrates things it frustrates Celtic fans is that coupled with he's scoring every single week and they go we went 5 million for a Yeti who spends Mm -hmm. most of the time sitting on the bench and you've got this guy down south 25 goals yeah, Mark 36 yeah. games It's an unbelievable He's gone two every three games Highlights uh, Well rec- I was going to say It highlights the re- recruitment policy But they obviously They obviously saw him They obviously recruited him They then pass it on To the powers that be upstairs And it's up to them To get the deal done And that's where the frustration lies That Too many times Over the years Celtic have let deals Slip away yeah. Not getting them over the line Soon enough and when you couple that with a the player then going elsewhere and doing unbelievable sticks in the throats of Celtic fans and Scott Sinclair has scored as well just while we're on the topic of people who used to or might have scored goals for Celtic Scott Sinclair Preston 3 Huddersfield 0 um, right I think and maybe because this started off where I was looking for the best dinner party mm. you know the best selection of guests but that got a bit boring and I started Was. looking for the most the most random William Thompson might have it right He's gone <laughs> Lily Savage would, oh, would, would tell you it as it is Andrea Corr He's a great singer oh. <laughs> Andy Ritchie Morton legend 
and Ali McCoist. That's got to be up there. That's right. That's, That's got right. to be up there, isn't it? <laughs> Lully Savage. That's up there. Why would you have Lully Savage? That has got to be up Paul there. Paul Grady is the most random. Yeah. Impressed as Lily Savage or or, or the guy. Uh, Bonnie Girl's gone. Neil Lennon and Scott Brown to find out what's really been happening with Celtic and Lewis Capaldi and Gary Anderson. Uh, there we go. Oh, penalty St Mirren. How big could oh. this be at the bottom on the day that Kilmarnock looked like they're picking up something Scores, on the day that Motherwell might be. be picking up something? Ross County might be about to lose this game if St Mirren scored a penalty. McGrath scored a, a decent number of spot kicks since he came. Um, it is going to be McGrath. Yeah, takes he's it. just back as well. You know, he's obviously injured for a few weeks. Yeah, back came played against Motherwell midweek, yeah. didn't he? Um, wow, this this is a huge moment um, in St Mirren's top six hopes as well. Don't get me wrong, but the sense of drama. Um, at the bottom Wraith Rovers have taken the lead 2-1 Against Alloa Regan Hendry oh. With the goal there Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Conor McGrath makes no mistake And it's St Mirren 1 Ross County 0 What a huge goal that could be St Mirren looking Not quite nailed on But nearly there for top 6 And Ross County After beating Celtic on Sunday Not yeah. what John Hughes would have wanted Still time but I have to say I fancied him Every time that boy steps up You know he's got a lovely Kind of composure good Yeah mm. Good player You're absolutely right Good recruitment by Jim And if he can get over the line there A step closer to the top six Yeah that'll be I was going to say A monkey off Jim's back Because it's yeah, You know you get in a, a rut That you can't seem to close the deal And did getting I, in the did top Did I say six. Connor McGrath I meant Jamie I don't know why I started calling him Connor yeah. Anyway uh, So Jim will be delighted If they can get three points And that You would say another one mm. Would do them And that's them Done and dusted But yep. yeah, just looking at the ball Going into the, the Celtic box again Aberdeen piling yes. pressure It's just <laughs> Panic You know There never seems to be An assured clearance yeah. Or A bit of composure um, And there It's Yeah it was a diagonal ball To McCrory Keeps it alive A break of the ball And it looks to me As if Johnny Hayes Is just a yard offside I think Willie Collum's Called up Yep um, Yeah so Jamie McGrath's penalty 82 minutes That could be a massive one St Mirren 1 Ross County 0 It's still Kilmarnock 1 Dundee No Dundee United 1 Spit that out Yep 1 all I Lost track of that one Hibs 0 Motherwell 2 Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 What are you think Willow Do you think there'll be a, Another goal in the Kelly game? I think Well Kelly Might just nick yeah. that yeah Jordo is gone for his dinner party Michael Moles That was my childhood hero Ronaldinho Made me fall in love with football Didn't make Mark Wilson fall in love with it, it Gave him a torrid Made me fall Still no recovered Made you fall, <laughs> made you fall at football <laughs> Just twisted me inside it uh. But you said he was like laughing all throughout the it game was, I like just joking loved it Ah, nah, laughing like Aye yeah. uh, Lee Evans just for a laugh And Tupac for the tunes must admit, Jordan Lee Evans not for Lee me. Evans he'd not be sweating all yeah, over the too show. Sweaty. Oh, the wee man. Yeah, too sweaty. Too <laughs> sweaty. Uh, right, what else have we got here? Late stages. Are we getting any late drama? Let's round off the teaser just in case we do. Mark Wilson. Okay. The second half teaser with Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I've been managed by Paul Jewell and Jockey Scott I've played alongside JJ Akocha, Tony Yaboa and Jersey Dudek I won the Scottish top flight with the minimum amount of appearances eligible for a medal which is 10 And my club won the Scottish Cup but I was not involved in the matchday squad I won a silver medal at the Olympics with my national side Losing out in the final to Spain Who am I? I am Darius Adamchuk Darius Adamchuk, did you get that one Gordon? Yeah 
Yeah, Alex Ray. No, I well. didn't no. get it, no. Right, okay. Thanks for taking part, folks. Lots of good answers on there. Some terrible ones as well, but lots of good ones. RM Baird, you were third fastest. Jamie BTB, well done to you in second place. But the winner of that second half teaser is John Dryborough. Darius, a damn chuck. Gordon, best chance of the second half following to Callum McGregor. Kenny coming down the right hand side. Falls to Callum McGregor at the edge of the box. Lovely cutback. Takes a lovely touch. And he just gets it all wrong, Mark It's the type of goal Callum McGregor Absolutely. usually scores, Mark But he's yeah. just not got his foot wrapped around it enough No, and Callum McGregor's not been uh, Has not been short of criticism as well this season um, Not been his usual standards And that, that kind of goes along with it Usually we'd just see him calmly slot that away And he's you know off target there from about 16, 17 yards Looks like it's going to be another You know, pretty ordinary 1-0 win for Celtic John Kennedy I suppose Will take that all, all he can do Is win the matches And put himself In the best possible position Whether that's at Celtic Or another job offer Coming in That's what it's got to be about For John This is, this is similar to the, the game a couple of weeks ago uh, Or ten days ago Whatever it was This is a very similar Performance for Celtic You know Not convincing Got a deflected goal uh, And you know Aberdeen's throwing caution To the wind at the moment You'd back him to score that Usually Gordon McGregor Yeah yeah, um, I was very surprised. Not not to score it, at least hit the target yeah. and make Joe Lewis save it if it's not going in the back of it. Uh, his first touch sets him up absolutely brilliantly. Um, and I'm thinking it's just a case of 2-0, game over, but uh, he puts it wide of the post. Yeah, former Celtic player Dylan McGeoch looks set to come on if he makes it on. Yeah, it's 90, 90 seconds to go. nearly out of time. Um, as Aberdeen just looked to load the box again. Mm. Well, I. Uh, I don't know if there's an injury there But if you're Dylan McGill And you're getting flung on With a minute and a half to go You're thinking I'm no. going to change this game <laughs> Go on and change the game for get, me on, get me on the ball early <laughs> Gordon Nolley saving grace for this Is he might get an appearance money Yeah Oh, oh no He's overdone it what, Odson Edward For as good as he is At doing that Alex And twisting yes. one way and the other oh. Celtic should be 2-0 up he's, that is, His decision making there Is all over the place Yeah I think it was Sorrow on the overlap Gordon Did he know someone On the other yeah, side as well Sorrow on his left hand side You know he's bearing down 2v1 uh, And he just has to Give him the ball And it's a goal But he just doesn't Even pull a trigger oh. He tries to walk it in the net What oh, an opportunity No no mm. no that's, that's not that's not what you want uh, if you're John Kennedy, Mark. That was the chance. No, just e- e- eases you off for the the remaining minute or two that's going to be played. <clears throat> ah, listen, I think it's fin- done and dusted. We've got well, here comes McGeoch for the last forty things. <laughs> Big danger. <laughs> Let me ask you a question: If you're getting your bonus money, you, you happy with that? Oh, it's better. Better sitting on the bench and <laughs> getting nothing. Might not Well every Every player won't have Appearance bonus no, they, they may not God, But what win. I'm saying is If you're coming on there With 40 seconds to go You're thinking to yourself With the manager What's going on here Do you take Full a Full sh- time Sorry what were you going to say <laughs> Do you take a show oh, that, that, We'll get back <laughs> We'll ask all the big questions later Let's go back to Celtic Park It's finished between Celtic And Aberdeen Watched by Jim Duffy And Alison Conroy Full time at Celtic Park. Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0. John Kennedy's first game in charge ends in a victory thanks to an eight minute goal by Odson Edward. It was Aberdeen who had the best of the early chances. Now McGinn's corner, Andrew Constantine hit the bar. Then it was a great save from Scott Bain to deny Ash Taylor. Odson Edward did then give Celtic the lead. His deflected shot off Tommy Hoban into the back of the net. Then Celtic had the best of the first half chances. A great save by Joe Lewis to deny David Turnbull. Patrick Clamalla then 
Ryan should have scored a brilliant ball in from John Joe Kenny two yards out and he put it wide then Ryan Christie with a shot curling over the bar into the second half and Aberdeen threatened a little bit more and Patrick Clamalla did well to head Ash Taylor's header off the line now McGinn then had a shot past the post Andrew Constein had a chance but Christopher Iyer cleared it another Niall McGinn chance he should have done better after collecting from Florian Camberry then late into the game Celtic's only chance of the second half Callum McGregor from the edge of the box but he put it past the post full time at Celtic Park Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 Jim Duffy victory for Celtic but especially second half very below par yeah, I thought second half was a bit of a non-event truth be told you know from Celtic's point of view um, you know to, right right at the, the dying seconds there when Edward went through in the 2v1 situation he's used to roll the ball to Sorrow really he's got a tap in he tried to dance in feet and it didn't quite come off and he, get, and, and he you know they lost possession but other than that Joe, Joe Lewis never really had anything to do I mean the, the Callum McGregor shot which he probably should have done better but he didn't ultimately didn't have a save to make on the other side, Aberdeen threw more bodies, get more crosses into the box, and put a little bit more pressure on Celtic. But again, Scott Bain didn't really have too much to do. Um, you know, one real chance, uh, you know, from from a kind of flicked on uh, long throw and stuff like that. But again, I, I felt Aberdeen could have maybe just a uh, you know a little bit lacked a little bit of composure in the final third. The, the, the final ball was poor. Uh, they got into some decent positions, but really uh, didn't capitalise on those positions by putting Celtic defence on any, any great pressure. John Kennedy will be, will be pleased with the the, the, th- the three points, of course he will. He'll be pleased with the clean sheet, but it certainly wasn't a dynamic, impressive performance. It was a solid performance, something we've seen from Celtic uh, in several occasions uh, this year. Um, not much different from, from uh, the previous encounters. We have a Dean stuffy you know, difficult to, to break down. Um, but uh, ultimately, I think Celtic probably just edged it um, from their first half performance. But second half, uh, I was a bit disappointed, really. I thought they would have uh, taken the game more to Aberdeen and been a little bit more creative. Aberdeen did change the shape a little bit and put now McGinn behind um, the two strikers to, to nullify Scott Brown's influence in the game. And that did work. So tactically, you know, they weren't too bad. But as a goal threat, um, certainly, there's still still a lot of questions that uh, Aberdeen fans will be looking to get answered. Odson Edwards' early goal gives John Kennedy victory in his first game in interim charge at Celtic. Full time at Celtic Park, Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0. And it's finished at Rugby Park between Kilmarnock and Dundee United. How did that one end, Fraser? Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1, a point apiece. But Tommy Wright will be wondering how his team didn't win this game. They came from behind but had enough chances to win the game as they completely dominated the second half with an early Adrian Spurl Spur goal equalised by Zach Medley. Kelly better team in the first half, he needed to head at the break. But a fortune in 18 minutes with Spurl's right foot shot from inside the box, taking a deflection and it spun past Doyle into the back of the net. But Kelly, the better team, a couple of excellent efforts. 16 minutes, Kyle Lafty at the centre of the ball, curled a 20-yard shot that dipped as well, hit the bar full on with the goalkeeper beaten. 34 minutes, his free kick bounced in front of Seagrass, a really good save by the goalie, he pushed it wide but Pinnock hit the ball goalward first time and a really good save by Zegrist at his near post and Kelly just continued on their merry way in the second half in 51 minutes another really good save by Zegrist, a left foot volley by centre back Zek Medley from 16 yards, a great save low at his post again by the goalkeeper United not really in it, Shanklin came close to a second for United, he shot from distance inches wide with Doyle 
scrambling across his goal. But then came the deserved equaliser on 65 minutes. Sub Chris Burke with the in-swing corner. Lafferty and others went for the ball. It was missed by everybody and it was turned into the net six yards out at the back post by Zek Medley, the big centre-back, the first goal of the Tommy Wright area. It was all Killy. Burke, who was excellent since he came on, hung across to the back post and Nicky Kabamba, he stretched at the back post but just couldn't quite get enough on the ball to score. It was, however, a decent chance. And then a controversial moment for Kilmarnock. A goal was disallowed. A clever free kick led to Kyle Lafferty heading the ball down into the six-yard box. As Kurt Broadfoot and Benjamin Segres went for the ball. The goalkeeper dived low at the big centre-back's feet. The ball broke to Lafferty, who scored high into the net, but the referee blew for a foul by Lafferty. Oh, sorry, by Broadfoot on the goalkeeper. Kilmarnock players clearly not happy. But for all, it was Kilmarnock who were in the attack. They almost lost it towards the end as United almost stole victory in the closing stages. 88 minutes, Jamie Robson got to the byline, cut the ball back, made Nulty got a really good side foot contact on the ball and a point blank save by Colin Doyle. And then in 90 minutes, Alan Power tackled inside the box, but it broke to Lawrence Shankland. And within the six yard box, he tried to lift the ball over the goalkeeper. But again, Doyle with a really good save quickly to the ball to block. Kamara deserved the win, but at least they have stopped the losing run and set themselves up nicely for the clash against Ross County this midweek for United. They dropped further behind St Mirren the race for top six place. I don't think Mickey Mellon will be pleased with his team's performance at all. Full time at Robbie Park, Kamara won. Dundee United won It's finished between St Mirren and Ross County Mark Guidi Full time St Mirren won Ross County nil and it's a first one in six games for the Buddies and the three points this afternoon gives them an outstanding chance now of finishing in the top six they are on 39 points the winning goal came in the 82nd minute and it was a controversial one it was a penalty kick referee Greg Aitken penalised a um, Helda for a foul on St Mirren substitute Colin Quena. Ross County really disputed the decision but referee Greg Aitken waved away their appeals and Jamie McGrath stepped up to coolly slot the ball past Ross Laidlaw for the winning goal. Probably over the 90 minutes a draw would have been fairer. St Mirren dominated the first half. Best chance uh, was a header from Conor McCarthy that's produced a wonder save from Ross Laidlaw. After the break Ross County came more into the game. Jordan White uh, forced a brilliant save from Jack Alnick and then the impressive young midfielder Stephen Kelly rattled the crossbar from 18 yards with a shot. Yakaviti had a volley that was cleared off the line by St Mirren substitute Cammy McPherson and then of course the goal came in the 82nd minute. Ross County tried to get an equaliser. They penned St Mirren in but they couldn't force goalkeeper Jack Alnick into any further save. So a great day for St Mirren full time here in Paisley St Mirren 1 Ross County 0 it's also finished the Easter Road between Hibs and Motherwell Roger Hanna get ready for the Gordon Duncan grin gentlemen Hibernian 0 Motherwell 2 the Steelmen are 8 points clear of the relegation spot tonight after a surprise victory here at Easter Road Jordan Roberts and Devante Cole netted either side of the break to prevent Hibs moving further clear in 3rd place in the Premiership and the well defence held firm after the break with Scotland stopper Declan Gallagher coming off the bench to help with the rear guard action Hibs almost took the lead after 16 minutes former Motherwell midfielder Chris Carden flashing a volley over the junction of Post and Bar, but Motherwell were a better team in the first half Tony Watt had the side netting after shaking off Danny McGregor Alan Campbell then had an effort blocked by McGregor after a clever pass by Cole and they got the breakthrough after 25 minutes a lovely ball round the corner by Watt it set Roberts on loan from Hearts running clear and he kept his cool to nutmeg offer Marciano and give the visitors a deserved lead Jimmy Murphy's running cross 
almost led to an equaliser before the break. Christian Doidge having a fresh air swipe at it and Cadden having an effort blocked by Jake Carroll. It was Carroll's final involvement moments later. He clashed heads with Doidge and had to go off to be replaced by Nathan McGinley just before the break. Just after the break, it was 2-0. Motherwell goal scorer Roberts this time turning provider, feeding the ball into the box and Cole with a smart right foot finish from the penalty spot for 2-0. His response was to send on Kevin Nisbet, Ryan Portes and Alec Gogic as they pushed to get back into the game. Joe Newell hit the side netting after the corner reached him at the back post and then Liam Kelly had a smart save from Dodge. At that point Gallagher was introduced for Tony Watt as Motherwell went to five at the back to hold off the host. Kevin Nisbet's free kick out was saved by Kelly after a Campbell handball in 75 minutes and then the best chance of all for Hibernian on 78. An uncharacteristic fresh air swipe by Gallagher that allowed Dodge a clean sight of goal but a terrific point blank save by goalkeeper Kelly the ball coming back out to Dodge but he could only head the rebound wide Hibs never got closer to breaching Motherwell's defence it was a flashpoint in added time as manager Graham Alexander saw a red card from referee Alan Muir for contesting the award of a corner to Hibs but Alexander will have calmed down when he sees he's got three points to take home from Easter Road tonight final score Hibs nil, Motherwell 2 Graham Alexander's making a habit of that but a big win for Motherwell takes them up uh, Mark Wilson to 20 points away from home Compared to just 12 at home So clearly yeah, on the road is, is where they're getting most of their success this season Yeah, interesting start that But it's one I think Graeme Alexander Will want to sort out quickly Because your home form is usually what keeps you in the league Right, now it's your chance to have your say We've been waiting patiently all afternoon We're desperate to hear from you I'm sure you've heard enough from us So get in the phone and let us know what's on your mind 0141 951 1025 The open line is next Celtic fans What did you make of that performance today? It was a win What did you make of it? Did you see any change Anything different under John Kennedy? Or was it more of the same? What did you make of it overall? Hibbs Motherwell got to be One of the results of the day Motherwell fans How much of a relief is that? St Mirren fans Surely Top six is yours Rangers fans If you're still on about European football We'll take that as well And the small matter Of a League Cup final tomorrow 0141 951 1025 The open line is next After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open line Mark Wilson Gordon Diel Alex Ray are in the studio Jim Duffy watched Celtic beat Aberdeen By a goal to nil And now it is over to you Celtic fans What did you make of the game today? Did you see anything different? Anything new? With John Kennedy In charge What stood out for you? 0141 951 1025 Motherwell fans You must be delighted As you St Mirren fans Will be top six place Looking pretty nailed on uh, Kilmarnock getting a first point Under Tommy Wright A draw Against Dundee United We do have Livy St Johnson tomorrow In the League Cup final And of course I'm sure you Rangers fans Are still on a high From the European success A tie with Slavia Prague In the next round Do you fancy your chances or not? 0141-951-1025 Good day of football Mark Wilson Yeah it was And life after Neil Lennon starts With a win for Celtic um, Was there much difference From previous performances For me Probably not um, But John Kennedy Will be happy Getting off to A win With the pressure That fell on his shoulders This week But Gordon No doubt about it Result of the day Motherwell away at Hibs I don't think many people Would have thought Graham Alexander's men Would have went there And got a victory And Jim Goodwin All but secures That top six place So a couple of big results This afternoon Yeah Terrific uh, result For St Mirren And Motherwell I think Gordon uh, On the John Kennedy Situation uh, I didn't see a lot different. Um, 
you know, he can come out and call himself a, a defensive coach mm. this weekend because he got a clean sheet. <laughs> um, but it's a win. That's a good start for him. Um, and you're playing Aberdeen at home. It was always going to be difficult. But I think, like everyone else, I think when you look at the results today, the result of the day goes to the hometown. Motherwell 2-0 at Hibs. Fantastic. Well, St Mirren might lay claim to that, Alex, because like we yeah. said, they're now in the driving seat, really in the driving seat for a top six place. But a lot of good football. I have to say, it's a really big three points for Jim Goodwin. I think it's a four or five points ahead of the chasing pack with two games to go. Four, four. points, yep. So for me, it's uh, done and dusted. Uh which is a big bonus for Tony Fitzpatrick and, and the folk at St Mirren. Uh, it's a good achievement by Jim Goodwin as well because when you can get a team that's kind of been languishing at the bottom part of the table to get in there is fabulous. A point for Kamarnock stops that rock garden yep. in some ways. They've got a couple of big fixtures to, to go with. I agree with the guys with Celtic. It was pretty much of a muchness today. Mm. You know, they got a deflected goal, huffed and puffed, uh, particularly in the second half. A wee bit better in the first half. Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll take your calls. We'll hear anything that needs to be heard from today's managers as well. So let's kick off with Davy, who's a Celtic fan from Parkhead. Davy, what did you make of that today? No difference actually about the result. I mean, I think the the the, the players were just uh, kind of going through the motions. I think I don't think John Kennedy is going to make a difference between now and the end of the season. I think we need to look forward to see who we're going to get as a manager. As I said to your, uh, to your producer there, I don't think going for a superstar manager is going to be the way forward. I think we need to look kind of long term. I think if you get guys like Eddie Howe, who's been obviously touted uh, uh, his favourite, the guy's going to come up here and look for a lot of money um, and probably going to take his ticket and go down back south. I, I mean, I really don't know what direction Celtic are going to go, but I do think we need to look for a long term, you know, to, 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 to try and get it back to where we should be. OK, let's a couple of points there. Let's start with today, Davey. You said you didn't see anything different. To be fair, Jim, I feel like I had to ask the question. It's the obvious one. There's an interim manager, you know, did he do anything different? Did he put his own stamp on it? But I wonder if that's a bit of a loaded question. I wonder if it's unfair. John Kennedy has had a couple of days in charge with the same group of players. How, how much different was it ever really going to be? Yeah, but he did have the opportunity. As I said, he could have tweaked the shape. He could have went with, uh, you know, a four-three-three or a four-two-three-one. You know, he could have played with wider players or whatever. You know, um, so he didn't. You know, he went. He went with the the, the tried and trusted system over the last few months, uh, which was under Neil Lennon, which was a diamond in, in, in midfield and the two strikers up top. But again, against a, an Aberdeen side who you know are going to try and man mark and uh, you know and, and on the backer. What John Hughes said last week and could try to leave one centre back on the ball and condense the midfield. First half wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, John Joe Kenny and, and particularly Laxo was getting forward a few times. But the second half, Laxo started not too bad in the first maybe 10 minutes. Then after that, neither fullback got forward. So therefore, there was no width, there was no real penetration. And for me, when, that, when I look to watch Celtic over the years, it's that real, you know, the, the final third of the pitch where they've got real pace and, uh, you know, dynamic display and getting at defenders and, you know, that interchanging quick, sharp movement. And that's been lacking and it was lacking again today. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I think it, there wasn't a lot of changes. But, you know, for John Kennedy, it is difficult. Listen, you go in, the spotlight's huge. Your Celtic, you know, interim manager, 
you know, and there was a lot of pressure on him today. So I think he'll just be glad to get this one out of the way. I think that, uh, you know, he really just wanted to get this week out of the way, get the game out of the way, get the victory and the clean sheet. And now he can then maybe just, just it might just calm down uh, for a few days now. And all the focus is exactly what's happening now. We'll focus on who the yeah. next permanent Celtic manager will be. But he can then just go on with his job, which is getting on the training ground and perhaps adding his own stamp to it now uh, that this, this the, the last few days is out of the way. I was going to ask Davey a question, you know, he says uh, give the next manager a long-term project. What does that actually mean, Davey, that? Because, you know, we obviously know the demands of the old firm. Mm. So what do you mean by that, Davey? I'm, I'm just going to say, to wait to uh, the end of the season to bring somebody in, it's, it's not going to be a long a, a long time to kind of, you know, have an overview of what's going on. I mean, I, I just think, Time's known Celtic side. That's what I mean. We we a new manager coming in. We need to get somebody in, or at least at least sound sound people out to make sure that when they come in, they've got an idea of what, what's needed going forward. The, 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 the concern is if we wait to July and wait till this new guy comes in, the chief exec, it's going to be too late. I think we need to start making making inroads to see where we're going to go and what what we're going to do. You know, going forward, I just think we're, we shouldn't be sitting back and waiting. We need to do it now. Yeah, that, that's a fair point, Mark. The size mm. of that rebuild, and when people say that, they think that you've been really critical of of the players. It's not. We're just talking factually here. They need a new chief executive. We know who he is, but he's not there yet. So mm. they, they need to get a new chief executive in. It sounds like they're going to need a new director of football. And they need a new manager Yeah And then that's before you even start speculating About the futures of Scott Brown who's coming to the end Edward Nyer who are your big assets Ryan Christie Does he want to be there So The, the rebuild is, is massive I've heard people say You know it's not that big a rebuild And when they say that I assume they mean They still think there's talent on the pitch Fine More entitled yeah. to that opinion But On a factual basis It is a big rebuild yeah, You very rarely see it Gordon That a full club needs rebuilt And to do that you need to get the off-field stuff sorted out first before you can sort out the playing staff. You know, it needs to be clear who's signing the players and who's identifying them and who's managing them, ultimately. And Celtic have got none of that just now. Now, you assume that the wheels are set in motion, they're interviewing people, but you need to get the chief exec through the door. Don Mackay cannot be sitting till July the 1st to come in. He needs to be how, in how sooner than that How do you speed that up though Mark If the, no, the rugby guys are, are actually not budging In any shape Mark or form Guidi, Mark Guidi said it a few weeks ago Pay When them. I was listening to a show On the Wednesday He says there is deals to be done Celtic have the money Of course The guy's going to be here In a few months anyway How big a job has he got At the rugby SRU just now From now to July well, they, they think he does clearly <laughs> Well but that needs to be sorted out Director of football man It all needs to be sorted Before you even get to the 11-12 players And actually Gordon In an ideal world I know it doesn't have to work this way But in an ideal world You want your director of football Before you get a manager Do you not? If that's your structure If that's what you're going to go on Surely you do that first Yeah because that's going to be his man And that's uh, the importance of Director of football And manager, coach, head coach Whoever you want to call it They've got to have that relationship That they're Singing off the same hymn sheet uh, I, I agree I think that um, Like Mark said there I'd be amazed if Celtic The wheels must be in motion just now uh, Dom Mackay Sorry I think he should be in the building ASAP I really do And if there's a deal to be done Get him in there Because it is a big job um, 
Davey, you said you weren't so convinced about Eddie Howe because you feel like if an opportunity arises, he would take the, the chance to go back to the English Premier League. With all due respect to Celtic and Scottish football, is that not just the same for it, for any manager out there? Or player? Uh, I, I, I mean, it probably is, but, but, but the only thing I'm saying is that, that sound the guys out, sound the guys out, all these guys you've been talking about this afternoon, I mean, I heard, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Mark Guidi had said about Sean Dyke. Sean Dyke ain't going to come to Celtic Park. Sean Dyke has, has, has been brilliant down there, mm-hmm. but he, he, he'll not play the Celtic way. I mean, I'm sorry for saying the Celtic way, but he won't play the Celtic football that we're used to. But, but I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. It's up in the air. I, all I want is, I mean, John Kennedy might be a director of football. I think he might be a good acquisition as a director of football. Yeah. But we need we need a long term uh, uh, strategy, mm-hmm. and it needs to start like the now. No, no waiting in July. Let me bring Jim Duffy in on that point. And by the way. Alex just suggested He suggested Sean yeah. Dyche earlier I've got no idea If Celtic want him I've got no idea If he would come But it does open up A nice discussion point Jim about No that manager Or that manager he His style of play Doesn't suit us What, what do you make of that Logic? Yeah I mean, I've said, I said in the programme Last night I mentioned Sean Dyche I said it's, it's perception You know someone looks At Eddie Howe And sees all oh, they play This kind of football And you know Style of football And all kind of stuff But Sean Dyche Has done a phenomenal job uh, Keeping Burnley Comfortably, most seasons in the in, in the, the the top division, the Premiership, and in, in Europe uh, as well. Um, you know, he plays a style of football suited to Burnley, suited to his budget, and suited to keeping them in the division. It's the same as you know, with Sam Allardyce used to do, and Tony Pulis used to do. You know, there's there's guys that uh, if they had the resources and the facilities, and uh, you know, that, that some of the other managers had, then I'm sure they would play a different style. But you know, the, 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 there seems to be a, a perception that certain managers can't adapt, can't change their style. For me, it'd be it would be a top candidate if Celtic were interested in him. But the, you know, as, as you say, you know, that there is no real. The, the club has to have a long term strategy. The manager has to get in there and pretty much, you know, get things going quickly. You know, I'm not saying he has to get the League One the next, the very next season, but within a very short period of time, he can't look beyond two, three years and think, yeah, OK, I, I'll get it right eventually. So that's the reason why I think you have to have someone who we had a reasonable amount of experience. I think if you go for a real novice who is, is you know, I think... Uh, um, people were saying, I think it was Roger saying earlier on, maybe maybe the next big thing. But I think it, when you come to Celtic, will you get that two or three years to, to develop that that talent? I'm, I'm not so sure as a manager. So I think you need a, a level of experience. I mean, listen, there's, there'll be a million names bandied about between now uh, and the next couple of months. Um, but you know, I, I do I do believe that they have to get someone who 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 has been over the course, who does have a a level of football and knowledge um, that can that can move Celtic on to the next level and the the level the fans want. Davey, it's going to be an interesting time. Make sure you stay in touch. That was Davey in Parkhead. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. We'll get reaction from today's football as well. So if your team was in action today, get in touch and let us know what you made of it. George is a Celtic fan from Springburn um, I know you'll have manager on your mind let's start with today George and the performance in the game what did you make of it? Uh, first half uh, first of all first time caller oh, good, to have uh, you. good afternoon everybody and uh, how's your big nose Gaza 
Aye, all right, George. <laughs> Straight in. Oh, just, never phoned before. Yeah, Ten yeah. seconds in. Whack. Go back, George. Just, love it. Just, Great start. Just go on with your point, George. <laughs> all right, mate. Aye, uh, first half of the day, okay. Second half, just when and esque again, isn't it? I don't know what happens in the second half they get after that part. I just don't know what goes through there, the boys you see. You'd have opportunity to go and stretch the lead. We could have won it when odds on Edward passes to Sorrow. Sorrow puts it, Sorrow puts it in the next story and game over. But we could have been dropping two points again and that had been totally an injustice in the way, you know. Mm-hmm. I gave my two halves, I get that. Uh, but that's my first point. Would, would it be unfair though, George? You know, lots of people who watched it would agree, you know, there wasn't much difference. Would it be unfair to ask John Kennedy to produce something completely different given that it's the same players and it's early days? Oh, well, he's supposed to be this, although he brought seemingly broke Kearney through and all that, he works well with the kids. That's all fair and due, but he's no first time, he's no the full time manager for sale. We need somebody up there, really up there. To get us back to where we were before, we are miles behind Rangers now, and it's really bad. The last ten years or nine years that we've been in front of them, we have no carried on and zoomed away for Rangers. It's the other way about now. Yeah, other way about. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I wonder if we can explore that a bit more because Neil Lennon had never been a manager before the first time when he took over at Celtic. And you don't need me to remind you that Stephen Gerrard worked with kids previously before taking the Rangers job. Why does it have to be someone who's who's got all this experience behind them? I think you're the present climate now. We, we just need somebody there to, to, to put new life into the boys. Again, Tal McGregor, that boy needs a rest. Really needs a rest. We need to get somebody that's... It's, it's a mentality thing with them. They just don't want to seem to... Push that, get that driver and get that. Well, we could for ten years the line. That's just something just no right there. We just have to go at that spark anywhere. It's totally been out. I don't know what's going on here. Jim, having yeah, Jim, having been there today, would, would you agree with that assessment? Still, sort of lacking a, a spark, as George called it. Yeah, there is a little bit of spark missing. There's something. I mean, but I think the fact that the league's gone, <laughs> you know, that that is, is uh, you know, that would that's the big target. The ten in a row, it's went, you know, for a number of reasons. But ultimately, the players have underperformed. That's the that's the biggest reason. And uh, you know, and, and and some of those players are, are good players. But whether it's Callum McGregor, Ryan Christie, day I thought was poor. You know, uh, there the, the was the, if, if I looked at the Celtic team today, uh, and I've seen them many times over the last the last uh, few months. There's not one playing at the top of their game. I mean, even even David Turbo, had a, a David Turbo had a quiet game today. But but there's no one playing really at the top of the game. There's no, you can't turn around and say, oh, he was outstanding. I think I had done okay today defensively and Welsh done okay. But but you know, there's no one outstanding. And I think that that's a level. If you if your level drops, twenty five percent or whatever it happens to be, um, you know, and, and then that's right through the the whole group and the whole squad really. Um, then obviously you're not going to get the performance levels that you're looking for. But uh, I, I agree with George in some aspects because I, I, I do think that the modern day player now, and particularly the top clubs, look for charismatic, you know, leaders. <laughs> you know, not always they have to be the, the the best coach in the world. You know, I've heard you know the, the Everton players recently talking about Ancelotti. You know, these kind of guys that come in, they've got this aura about them, and uh, and and you know, and I think sometimes you know modern do play, players do look at the game differently now. And if somebody does walk into the dressing room and does, you know, give that that aura, as I say, that image, that that kind of presence. 
uh, even if he's not the greatest coach in the world, he gets his team around him, he gets his staff around him, uh, and then they get the balance right. So that's that's the part of the reason why I think they need someone with a big, uh, who's a strong character and 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 and, and as a proven leader, if if they can possibly. So get would that. I know it's I know it's really easy because of this city, but would someone with a big playing career and a big reputation and that aura, but not necessarily as a manager, i.e. Steven Gerrard. So you think that that could be enough? That type of appointment? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it, it can be. You know, I mean, I think, again, you you know, listen, there's no guarantees in football. That's the reason why, you know, there, there are guys, you know, looked right right through the, the history of the game who, I mean, we, we spoke yesterday, I mean, the cup final tomorrow, but David Martindale, a whole, a whole different way in junior football and not being involved, he's now taking his team to a cup final. You know, so, you know, the, 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 there, are, there are many, many different strengths uh, that you can have as a manager. But I... I Personally speaking, I think a club like Celtic and the big clubs now, I think is very, very unusual for, for someone who doesn't have a bit of a reputation somewhere along the line to go in there and just lift the place. I think players, when somebody walks in that dressing room, it's almost like the wow, the wow factor. They go, oh, wait a minute. Uh, and they've got total respect from, from the, the second that guy walked into the room. It's like when Martin O'Neill walked into the dressing room. And uh, Martin, I'll tell you, the, the, the guys there would, would 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 sit up and take notice. And I think that, that that kind of impact, even if he's not the greatest individual coach, as I said before, he gets the balance rights with his staff. So that that for me would be would be the route. If, again, it's listen. It's also very expensive, uh, but it's whether they want to put their their hands in, in their pockets because they're going to have to be deep pockets to find the right guy. George, what about the manager situation? Then you've given us your thoughts on the game. What about the manager? Uh, new manager or the, the, the standard yeah, manager? New manager. Uh, well, I was watching the YouTube channel before I came on, and this boy that presenting it, um, I won't say who it was. The, the, the wee bird was out today that Roberto Martinez was in Glasgow today. Now, I know it's going to be a lot of hullabaloo out there, but I know when his wife's Scottish or Glaswegian, but he was spotted in Glasgow today. Be a taxi. taxi, taxi driver. Oh, he's always a taxi driver. Oh, they know everything. It, it, it wasn't a Bombay Dreams, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he's but listen, obviously. I don't know And George is right He is married to a Scottish That's lady right, yes. That he met up here When he played for Motherwell So there's every chance <laughs> Who knows I think it's out of uh, range, uh, Celtic's price range Firstly because of his stature He's actually managing The number one seeded team In would, the world Would a lot of that be the Euros dependent right Is a Roberto Martinez Who somehow gets papped out In the group stages Of the Euros A very different Roberto Martinez To one who goes on And wins the thing yeah, listen, I just, I just think the guy's stature, where he's at, I think he'd be looking at a real big job. And again, people talk about a particular style of play. Martinez has got a really free-flowing uh, style, manages to play that. Even though he was at Wigan, they were playing some decent stuff. So for me, Martinez is a pipe dream. Yeah, I thought uh, I recognised somebody walking by the Civic today. Um, yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a massive shout. Um, I don't know, Gordon... The, I think Jim Duffy's right It needs some, someone with a big presence To get in there A bit of respect um, A big name You know And if you're just starting your coaching It needs a mm. Steven Gerrard Football type guy To get in there with his team I don't know There'll be a million names put but out what there what about Roger Hanna's great line And I'm going to use it repeatedly this week Are you not better having someone Who's going to be Hollywood tomorrow Than was Hollywood yesterday Yeah fantastic line Makes sense It does I can't argue with it Okay we'll leave it there Thank you George In Springburn 0141 951 1025 We'll take more of your calls next The 
games are over, the talking begins. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, all in the studio. Jim Duffy at Celtic Park, having watched Celtic beat Aberdeen by a goal to nil. We're going to start hearing from today's managers. And if you've got any thoughts on, on anything else, maybe the League Cup final or Europe the other night, get them in. Let's speak to William first, though, who's a Celtic fan. Um, what did you make of it today, William? Hi, how you doing, guys? You okay? Good, thank you. You well? Aye, it was aye, not bad. I think uh, it was a couple of wee subtle changes today. You know, the, I think with Kamala starting, I think you'll always get you always get work route and you always get a, a shift to uh, Kamala. I don't think he's the type of striker that will probably score you 20 goals a season, you know, but I think you can tell that he's, he's work rate and he's, the shift he puts in, you know, you can tell that he's, he's unlucky with his wee chance if he's get mare on it uh, for, for the boy Kenny, who reminds me a wee bit of Adam Matthews, you know, but I think there was a couple of wee subtle changes with 15 minutes to go when he, he played two defensive midfielders. He brung, he brung Sorrow on and uh, Celtic nearly scored uh, two chances at the end of the game for McGregor and uh, obviously Edwards should have squared it to Sorrow, you know. So I think there was a few, a, a few wee subtle changes there for Kennedy and maybe Lennon might, might have not done that, you know. Maybe it's took back to the dialer days. They played me two, two centres and managed the game out, you know. So... I think Aberdeen are quite a poor side, you know. I don't. I think Celtic controlled the game in the first half. I thought Brown was probably man of the match. Uh, so, I think his first his first game in charge. There is a few wee subtle changes there. I think you know he's made. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Uh, you know, the two defensive. I mean, sometimes I think to myself, and me and the boys have been talking about it. I think maybe the last twenty minutes of games, Browns maybe get too much. Too much uh, ground to cover in the last 20 minutes of games and maybe it's a right idea to bring uh, two sitting midfielders into the game. Mark, the yeah, the inclusion of Patrick Clamalla would go down as something different from John Kennedy. I think Patrick Clamalla has started two, maybe three. Um, I think it's two league games for Celtic. So his inclusion alone was was something different. Before the game we were kind of speaking, was it about trying to because you know he's, he's lively, he's mobile. Was that about trying to maybe get in behind a little bit? Did that happen though? I was going to say when you play Clamalla up there with Edward, one thing Clamalla does is, is stretches the game and tries to run in behind. And I think you may have seen incidents where Edward comes off into the hole and gets more involved. Now Clamalla might have not got in behind that often, but it creates opportunities for his strike partner. So you might have seen the benefit in Edward being a bit livelier. He comes off and he gets the ball off Christie. Um, for his goal It's deflected in So uh, Again it's subtle changes I never believed that We were going to Turn up and watch this game today And you're Oh my mm. goodness Celtic have passed Aberdeen Off the pitch And they've been wonderful We've got to remember John Kennedy Albeit it's his first stint As Celtic manager He's been involved He's heavily involved in training Every single day Under Neil Lennon So there was never going to be That much of a change But the introduction of Kamala Was an interesting one It'll be interesting to see Next week at Dundee United If he if he opts for the same mm. You know oh. Partnership To yeah. try and get a bit of Consistency between them Jim did Patrick Clamalla Do enough to suggest That that's something John Kennedy might Persevere with Well it's, it's difficult Because he only had That one chance I think it was William was saying there You know In, in, in the game But there, there was a couple of times We're obviously up the stand here We've got a, quite a good Vantage point And he did make a few runs And he got a wee bit frustrated Because they didn't play the ball uh, In behind and, and he was kind of You know 
you know, gesturing to his teammates, listen, you know, I've made the run, put it in. But as, as Mark has said there, it did allow Edward to be more involved. He was certainly more involved in the game um, in terms of touches and link-up play. And, and obviously with Kamara playing on the shoulder a little bit, keeping the, the Aberdeen rear guard a bit further back, it did allow Edward to, to, to become involved and come, come short. And, and obviously he, he does get his goal, albeit deflection. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the scope there, if he goes with the two strikers, um, that 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 partnership could could um, could benefit, and and Klamala does work hard. There's no doubt about it. But again, it's just that you know those you know there wasn't the the, the same incisive um, penetration from Celtic in the second half. Uh, as there, uh, there was more, more in the first half, so there's still a lot of work to be done in, in that area. Uh, but yeah, there's potential there. I think I, I think that's the way I would look at it. Gordon, something we'll see in the future. Do you think? Because yeah, he clearly didn't pull any trees up today, and he missed mm-hmm. the chance, and he got taken off. But th- does John Kennedy think he'll look to do some sort of consistent run of, of selection, or is he actually will he be about giving different? People a chance um, It'll be interesting To see what he does Next week Gordon um, Klamala Right now If you're asking me Making my mind up About him No He's not going to take Celtic Where they want to go But To be fair to the boy He's never had that Run of games That every player needs So It'll be interesting If John Kennedy's Looked today And, and You know Jim made a lot of good points here Because he's got a great advantage Sitting there watching the game Watching the runs Making the space And It'll be interesting to see If he decides to say Do you know what Got to persevere with it I'm got to give the boy uh, An opportunity here Not just one game Take him Take him out And sit him on the bench again Give him a run of games Give him three or four games And then you can make a decision on him Just now for me, he needs a goal, Gordon. I I know that the boys are saying about stretching, whatever. She's a striker, and you're looking at the ball going to Kenny on the right, and he puts that his foot in it. You're going for a tap, and that's a tap in for me. Okay, uh, William, give you the final say. I I think I kind of agree with you on Kamala. I think he, I mean he, he's worthy, and if he gets more game time, he'll go. He'll get on the end of that kind of cross. You know, he'll anticipate it better. You know, I think. I think whether he gets that or not, I don't. I, I'm not sure. But I mean, obviously, these last last eight games or whatever. I think. I think to me, uh, I think everybody, everybody in that squad will be looking to get game time, and every. And I think it's like a free hit. You know, it's like for me, it's like uh, everybody's uh, chasing uh, chasing to be on the side for next year. You know, or whether they've got a future or whether they haven't got a future. You know, that's the way I look at it. Uh, all right, let's hear from. John Kennedy, shall we? Here's what he had to say following that first game in charge of Celtic this afternoon. I thought we started well. We came out with a real positive mindset uh, to play, and you know, from the back, even if Aberdeen were going to press us, we wanted to try and play, which we did well. First half, you know, in terms of you know when they came to press, we picked them off and t- took the ball to the pitch really well. Um, there were some bits we could tidy up on, but in the main, first half was good. We got the ball in the good areas, got a good goal in terms of the way it worked, albeit a deflection. Other half chances, you know, the ball flashed across goal, which. Patrick Kamal just didn't get enough on. Ball drops to Calum in the box. Ball drops to Dave Tumble in the box. So that's another chance he could probably pull the trigger earlier. So it was enough in the first half. It was, it was good for us. Um, second half, I thought we lost our way a wee bit. You know, I thought when uh, Aberdeen started to put a bit of pressure on, we kind of got a bit stressed and a bit flustered and gave the ball away cheaply at times. Um, and just put ourselves under pressure. We just lacked probably a bit of discipline in terms of being calmer and clearer in our minds what we were doing. Um, and we invited Aberdeen onto us at times. And when they'd won it, then... Also, they're putting you in the back foot because they're coming straight to your goal. Um, but in terms of the way we 
seeing the game out was pleasing. Feels like so many games this season where you've been one 0 you know, in the same situation, you concede. Um, and I think you can see that in the players a little bit, you know, in terms of that subconsciously in the back of your mind because of it's happened, you know, it's an experience. Um, so it's just small steps in terms of having that belief even at 1-0 that you just keep doing the right things you know, and that will take you to 2-0 or it will see the game through for you. Um, so that's something we've got to work on psychologically um, and then just tidy up in other parts of the game for us. What did you make of that assessment? Yeah, pretty honest uh, from John there. First half he was, you know, happy enough, enough there to get in the lead. But second half, yeah, Celtic did lose their way. It was reverting back to inviting teams on and Aberdeen had a wee bit more quality and they're honest with themselves probably you know could have got back in the game but the interesting thing is you know psychologically he's, he's mentioned that again we need to work in that and look that's been a problem all season of these, yeah but he's, he's obviously thinking he could be there next season a lot of these players may, may be in his thinking for next season it's it's a thing if you've not got that correct at Celtic psychologically on the pitch you are never going to succeed so it's a big issue for Ma, Celtic Where, where does it leave um, uh, Christy and um, Ayeti? You know, obviously taking Not Christy, up. Griffiths Sorry, uh, Griff- Griffiths and, uh, you know, uh, mm. Ayeti They're replacing a striker and bringing on a kind of tells us, that, that for me tells a story And we're saying Kamala started So we've had appearances from Ayeti Appearances yeah. from Griffiths Kamala's probably the one that's not played under Neil Lynn. He comes in, starts And you're making a substitution and you're not even considering these yeah. two, it shows that the problem didn't lie solely with Neil Lennon, with Griffiths, and there's been much made, he's got a problem with his fitness, and you know his behaviour, and this, that, and the next thing. Obviously, the rest think it as well, about these guys, because if you've got two strikers there, and you're bringing off Kamala, surely they come like, into like. your reckoning to bring on, yeah. Okay, let's speak to Hugh, who's a Motherwell fan. A 2-0 victory away at Easter Road, I'm not sure many people would have predicted that, just how big a win was that, Hugh? Good evening guys, that's a coot buster for folk, isn't it? It certainly is <laughs> um, First of all, uh, I've slated the team the last two weeks on the show I've got nothing but praise for every single player in that part today uh, Effort was there in abundance The determination to win a ball If you didn't win the ball, the second ball was there You made sure you win it And Jordan Roberts, what a performance today And especially Liam Kelly Two great saves he made for us um, Probably the second one was probably better but I just thought, what a difference in a team from one week to the next week. Um, so just to see what the guys actually thought. Was it Mark Woody was at the game today? Uh, Roger Hanna, he was Roger there. Roger Hanna, yeah. sorry. So uh, yeah, he's away speaking to, to the managers. But Gordon DL, how strange is football where Jordan Roberts, I said it earlier on, he can't get a game for Hearts. He's miles out of the picture at Hearts, who are in the championship. He then gets a lone move up a division to Motherwell and scores a goal at Easter Road against the third best team in the country at the moment and Hugh's telling us he was brilliant at a time when Hearts fans are slaughtering their wingers and saying that that they're not getting a tune out of them yeah first and foremost well done to Hugh for coming on because I can remember Hugh coming on slaughtering Motherwell for the last couple of weeks and probably rightly so but he was very hard on them Um, but today that's a terrific result Roberts was the same I I was the same Gordon as I said earlier in the show and I I wasn't kidding on I was talking to a Motherwell supporter at the Gove yesterday and I'm thinking why have we got this guy from Hearts? He offers absolute nothing. But it just shows you a bit of confidence. A goal can change everything for you. Mother will start to get one or two key players back. Add every confidence. Mother will have enough. And then get to the end of the season and give the manager time to rebuild. But well done to you coming on 
and 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 giving the guys credit. Hugh, every season it seems to be that if you go down, chances are. You've had a problem in goal See if you look back In the last couple of seasons Honestly Take a look back The teams that struggle In, in Scotland Tend to have a problem in goal um, Liam Kelly coming in At a time when Trevor Carson Was injured Could that be the difference Between Motherwell Being in serious baller Down there And and surviving Oh one, one million percent I mean Liam Kelly Has been outstanding for us And I will say Obviously Gordon uh, Gordon DL I'll come on and, and, and basically give my, my honest opinion. The guys have been shocking, but this week you have to give them the praise for what they've done. But Liam Kelly has been a massive difference. If that was Aaron Chapman in goals, we were losing that. We were losing that game today. It was an absolute stick on. And since Liam Kelly's come in, and you can even see it in his performances today, One of the, the save he made, um, I think it was um, Christian Doyle in the second half, I think it was... Um, that he, you actually seen his reaction They have to say Get in Come on Because he knew he was going to Keep back clean sheet And that's massive for us And again Graham Alexander getting sent off I think some of the Mellow fans are top one Like to actually Go Have a GoFundMe page For him to pay his fines For him for his red card He's getting just now um, But it's just that passion We're needing Team I, I have not one fault Not one player Has any faults today Not one So congratulations to the team today Graham Alexander And the backroom team Brilliant mm. Please keep it going That's all I'm saying Hugh calls it passion The yes. Scottish FA might call it something else That's a second red card I think In, in three weeks yeah. for Graham Alexander This one because the ref gave Hibbs a corner mm. He was well, particularly unhappy getting back excited uh, as you do On the touchline But if you're going to start a GoFundMe page And you're asking the Dazzler <laughs> for any money Or the mm. best Hugh's mm. here's right though when he says well done to everyone Because if you're getting a result like that away Easter Road You don't need one or two playing well You need your full lot playing well And to bounce back from where they were um, a couple of weeks ago uh, It takes a lot So well yeah. done to them, great result You stick a pound fifty in the GoFundMe page no, I, I, I'll, that. I'll put it right up to two quid Brilliant. You're a generous man, thank you Hugh 01419511025 More of your calls next After they play you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson Jim Duffy Gordon DL Alex Ray All ready to take your calls In fact Jim I think we'll send you on your way Because you'll be getting kicked out of Celtic Park soon Thank you for your for uh, your efforts No problem at all Good Pleasure man guys Enjoy the rest of the show Catch you later Especially in this modern day There, won't even, there are no fans So it's not like you need to wait for the area clearing who got stuck? You've been stuck before. Where did we get you stuck? Uh, I got locked in Dumbarton. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get out. I locked the stadium. And then, and you climbed the fence, didn't you? I had to get the ladders out, yeah. And the hip-hop, a couple of years later, linked or, or not? Uh, no. Oh, was that no, right to me? Wasn't, wasn't no. picked up. Um, Mark Wilson, we forgot about you at Pataudry. We Pataudry, left you for, for a long time after. Yeah, after yeah. Full Seagulls. Time. Seagulls. At some point. Yeah, flocking everywhere. Can I get it? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll send Jim Duffy on his way. I'm much more scared of him than I'm of you two, let's be honest. I actually got asked um, recently on a, on a podcast who I thought would win a fight out of all the super scoreboard pundits. I went for Duff. I hope or he's not mind. Oh, I made it how mad squad. Hugh or the Duff. I had to, it was a tough decision between the two of them. I went for. Duff on, on points Win a fight um, Let's bring in Simon Who's a Kilmarnock fan Hi Simon Hi guys How you doing? How does it feel This evening Simon Is that is that You know Happy A good point Because you've not been Getting any Or is, is there a sense That it, it could have been more Yes yeah, Scoring a goal Is a bit of an Unusual feeling I felt like How the Aberdeen fans Must have felt last week uh, I think I gave the dog A He's deaf now, probably with a celebration when that goal went in. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really pleased with the the actual. In fairness, the last games, the three games that Tommy Wright's had in the 
uh, that we lost in the game today. I think that we've shown a, a lot more solidity um, today. I'm not I'm, honestly. I'm really not a person who likes to focus on referee decisions because, in my opinion, you've got 90 minutes to sort of win a game. But today there was three decisions, at least two, that were crazy. And for Alex Ray, it's there. Um, I think he's already got his, you know, howler of the week for Monday. Oh, you'll be keeping an eye out for that one, Alex. What what in particular, so he can look out for it? The first one in the first half, Kilty, should have had a penalty in my opinion. Uh, We've had a lot of chat on the line, especially for guys like Roger Hanna and that, who always defend Rangers and Celtic, who said that... uh, that Albion Ayeti should have a penalty because there was contact. Well, Greg Kilty had contact in the first half, but yeah, that and he got booked, didn't he? He got booked for diving, didn't he? He did. Oh, that would be an interesting one. Uh, and the, but that's not even the most. That's not even the the most ridiculous decision of the lot. In the second half, uh, Nicky Kabamba was through on goal. Um, Mark Connolly pulled him down. It's a clear red card. He had a clear run on goal. There was a defender sort of covering, but Kabamba would have easily had a shot on target. Easily got a shot on. That was a red card Then the most Ridiculous one of all Was the Lafferty decision He um, he, There was a The ball across goal Lafferty Ended up putting the ball In the back of the net The referee Blew for the whistle The actual The ball Came across first In Seagrass The Dundee United goalkeeper Actually fouled Greg Kilty Which should have been A penalty there alone Then Lafferty Puts the ball In the back of the net And for somehow The referee Decides it was a Dundee United free kick I still don't I'm baffled by that But um, Obviously you all see it back When you get the chance But Zek Medley uh, Zeke today was, was incredible He scored the goal The first goal Of any Scottish We were the last team In Scotland to score From a corner this season Finally done it Is that um, right? He hadn't scored at all From a corner up until now? No, nah, hadn't scored All, all wow. season from a corner And Zeke finally did it today He was brilliant Kyle Lafferty though I just want to take a second Before I go to my last point When you have a wee chance To come back But Kyle Lafferty today He showed today Why he's the man Who's going to In my opinion Keep us up He is He's absolutely cla- He's a class above The other commander strikers Even the fact that You know His first touch His willingness to run I was worried about His sort of attitude uh, People have obviously Spoken about that before But today he And, and the Aberdeen game you know, he's sort of corralling the team, he's getting the players into position, he's running, he ran himself into the ground again today, something I wasn't expecting, and, you know, I think he's going to be the the, the main factor. And I know uh, Gon likes to say that, you know, we've not been scoring goals, that's his little favourite bit of patter at the moment, but I think if Kyle Lafferty keeps playing the way he is, you know, <laughs> other players are going to score goals. Yeah, two nine backs your argument up. Um, <laughs> no, look, I said that I'd be delighted for Kilmarnock because the last few games I've watched him under Tommy Ray, I thought they've played particularly well. Yeah. You talk about Lafferty, I thought he made a massive difference at Petodre last week. He's and, and and I do agree. I think his work rate, attitude, everything. He's up for a fight. He's up there. He's he's at Kilmarnock to try and make sure that they don't good uh, get the drop. And, um, you know, I think he will eventually start scoring goals. I think he's a very, very good signing. But, um, no, it's, I, I think that Kamarnock today probably missed a try. I thought three points were there for them. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the referee's getting the blame, but I've not seen the game, Gordon, so very hard mm. to comment. But the one th- I'll go with the ref. The one thing we can assure Simon on the line is we are very diligent over the weekend. Oh, Shug and myself oh, are always looking. We'll no be doubt. looking at David Monroe's performance. Uh, Tommy Wright agrees. He says a poor decision contributed to us not getting all three points. So he agrees, Simon. I'm going to have to leave it there because I want to squeeze one more in. 
uh, Before we say goodbye But that was a pleasure as always Simon So make sure you stay in touch Simon uh, A pretty happy Kilmarnock fan And confident that they can stay up 01419511025 Let's squeeze in that one more It's Tom who's a Celtic fan from Lanark What is on your mind tonight Tom? Hi there Gordon I uh, hope everybody's well And uh, staying safe in these difficult times Thank you uh, well, I've just been hearing loads of people putting names forward For Celtic's kind of manager And it's all the usual ones You mm-hmm. know uh, Rafa Benitez and I'd like to, to throw another one into the mix That I don't know if anybody has mentioned But there's a, a guy in Germany called Ralf Rugnick Who was uh, head coach at uh, RB Leipzig mm-hmm. And he has been football at uh, RB Salzburg and Leipzig and he's managed uh, Schalke and Hoffenheim. Now the guy's 62 so he's got a wealth of experience. Uh, he's got a type of play is like high press and attacking football which a chap earlier had said about playing the Celtic way and things like that. What I feel is this, I've watched Celtic a number of times this season and obviously a lot of people have said it about uh, Lennon but he's tactics, you know, he's, clear. Uh, he's not very aware and, but the big thing that got me was Celtic's fitness. Uh, somebody earlier on mentioned about uh, McGregor. Uh, I think he's a prime example where, you know, when you saw him with uh, Brendan Rodgers, they say to my boys and all that, that there wasn't a, an ounce of fat on him. You know, his, his face was chiselled, etc. And uh, his whole body shape. Now you look at, look at him and it's completely different. And then you've got problems with the Yeti and Griffiths and all that stuff. So, given that the guy's Germans came from the German leagues, you know, discipline is, is fantastic over there. Fitness is the same. Technical ability, tactical ability. You know, I just think that this is maybe something that Celtic, you know, he's, he's not got a club at the moment, yep. so there would be no compensation. Uh, and I just think, I'm just wondering what the panel think. Yeah, well, funnily enough, I... I saw the name somewhere You're right It's not been mentioned On the show But I saw it somewhere And was reading some stuff During the week um, I think it was an article In the New York Times I saw And it was the The, the sort of headline Was Ralph Rannick Is soccer's most Intriguing free agent Or something like that yeah. Alex Give, Given the The career that, that he's had in, in management And Tom's right He falls into that That type You know Very um, what's, the, what's the right way Of putting it a lot of attention given to his kind of philosophy yeah, and tactical methods, outlook, yeah. and he's he's held a number of roles um, at very forward-thinking yep. institutions. So you can see where where Tom's coming from. Yeah, well, he takes a lot of boxes, Gordon. He's been at a lot of decent-sized clubs in Germany, and uh, you know he's a free agent as well. So I would imagine that Celtic are exhausting all options, Gordon. I don't think this is just a particular road that they're going to go down. They have to look at so many options. I heard one of the pundits earlier on saying you'd obviously get the director of football in, but. I think they'll be down the road with one or two discussions. I'm sure they would have actually spoken to managers uh, there. They may well have a short list by now mm-hmm. because time is of the essence. It, Mark, again, it depends on what what sort of market are you shopping in yep. and what sort of market does someone like Ralph Ranick think that he's in? Because was there not the story a few weeks ago that he was apparently offered the Chelsea job to take mm-hmm. over from Frank Lampard, but only till the end of the season? I think that's what it was and that's where the, the dispute was on, on his part. Um... So yeah, maybe I'm not saying Celtic couldn't get him, but if that's the level of club that that are asking questions of him, maybe that would be a stretch too far. Maybe, but I mean, there's no harm in asking the question. If that was his gripe, that was only to the end of the season, and he thinks that he wants to be in one place for a number of years, then Celtic would tick a lot of boxes. Let's be honest, Celtic's a big draw, still a big draw when you've got Champions League there. 
you know, to be qualified for a lot of big managers will look at that and think, yeah, look, I fancy that. Okay, maybe not the best and most competitive league we're playing in week in week out, but the Champions League is still a big draw. And if somebody thinks they can come in and have a blank canvas to go at it with their own thoughts, then yeah, I think it might be something that a manager like him would bite it. Think he could be tempted, Tom? Yeah, I think so. I think given the kind of challenge, you know, as everybody said, Celtic's a big club as a Rangers, you know, throughout the world. Uh, given the opportunity to maybe come for two or three years, uh, develop some of the talent we've got, because that's another area that, that Neil Lennon, kinda, uh, in my opinion, was uh, culpable of, is that we've got a lot of young youth players there, but he just wouldn't play them. Uh, so trying to get them in and mix them with some experienced players, uh, and as the guys have said, you know, you go to Celtic Park in a Champions League night, uh, it's, it's just something else, and you've probably heard all the other players that you know, Barcelona players and Ibrahimovic and things like that who have said that you can't beat the atmosphere. Uh, and I just think myself that when you watch Celtic and you see some of the players taking half a dozen touches to get a ball under control, you know, I'd just love to go and watch Celtic and just see some players that have got some fantastic technical ability, uh, you know, and fitness and things like that. Uh, and I just feel as if that's been missing in the last couple of years. So right. I would definitely put them forward. Good man, it's a good suggestion They're all good suggestions at this point But you've backed up your case That's all I ask of you Tom and Lanark, that was a pleasure Hopefully we'll do it again soon uh, I think that'll do us on the calls Because we're almost out of time George Bowie will be chomping at the bit But just a quick word on Livingston St Johnson The Scottish League Cup final tomorrow Who's going to win it? St Johnson for me um, I'm going to go for Livy I think the, the fairy tale story David Martindale um, Will cap it off with a trophy I would love David Martindale to get his first trophy But I think Callum Davidson Will get his first trophy with St Johnston So I'm going for St Johnston Do you think most neutrals Because let's be honest For for, every, for the vast majority of people listening And we know they are kind of our provincial clubs Or smaller clubs The vast majority of people listening Will be coming at this from a purely neutral perspective And that's quite, that's quite different for, for cup finals Do you think most will edge towards Livy Because of the David Martindale story? Yeah, I'm I mean, I've, sure. I've told you my big neighbour is Xander Clark, so I'm, I'm sort of torn. I like the David Martindale story, but you know, I've got that sort of local bias. Yeah, I, I, I just feel as if, uh, you know, because two novice managers, uh, but Martindale's his story's remarkable. We were all champing for him to get the, the job full time because of the SFA thing, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. So, please to God, it's an unbelievable opportunity. Yeah, that's a big game that tomorrow, Livy St Johnston. Lots of big football played today as well. We will look back on it all on Monday night at six o'clock with Alex Ray and Hugh Keevan. So make sure you join us then. And in the meantime, you might as well stay right there. I know weekends are a little bit different at the moment, but this man certainly provides the soundtrack to a familiar weekend. George Bowie up next on the GBX.